Hey, you're listening to episode number 148 of the Keto Diet Podcast, and today we're chatting all about what to do if you hate vegetables but you know you need to eat them, what to do when you fall off the wagon, how to adjust to keto if you're a vegan, and so much more. We're chatting a lot today about how to customize keto for your unique body, and if you have a copy of my program Fat Fueled, I highly recommend opening that baby up and start reading because that's all what Fat Fueled is about. Now, if you don't have Fat Fueled, you can find out more details by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash fat fueled. If you have questions about today's content, like we get to the end of the episode and you're like, but I don't get it. You can send me a message by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact. You can catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. That's where we're going to have all the extra links and resources and videos that I'm probably going to mention in today's episode. I got three cool things for you today. The first is that my book, The Keto Diet Cookbook, hit shelves about 19 days ago. (laughs) Who's counting, right? And if you already have a copy, please take 1.3 seconds out of your day today to go to ketodietbook.com slash review and review your copy. If you got it on Amazon, ketodietbook.com slash review will direct you right to the Amazon review page. And if you pre-ordered or ordered it or picked it up at a store from somewhere else, please go to that website, leave a quick review. It helps so much, so, so much. And it takes only moments and it just really helps me understand what you need, what you like, what you don't like, and also helps bookstores take me seriously so that I can keep doing my job. Okay, the second awesome thing is that when you use the hashtag the keto diet from now until June 16th, anywhere on social media, if you're taking pictures of recipes from my cookbook or a selfie of yourself with the cookbook or anything to do with the cookbook, when you use the hashtag the keto diet, I'm giving away Primal Kitchen avocado oil, mayo, ranch dressing. I got equipped collagen and liver capsules. So many good, awesome things. And we're giving away product every single week until June 16th. So again, that's hashtag the keto diet. Just snap a picture, post it on social. Any of the social media platforms will do the trick and you'll be instantly entered to win. The third thing, and this is super exciting news, I'm hosting various virtual book readings this month through June, where I'll be reading from my paperback books, The Keto Diet Cookbook and Keto for Women, my upcoming paperback, and answering your keto questions. When you follow me on Instagram at Healthful Pursuit, you can join live. You can also join live on YouTube, and I post the videos on Facebook after we've gone live, so you can at least watch the recording. But if you want to interact with me live, I highly recommend following me on Instagram at Healthful Pursuit. Watch for those notifications. I usually do lives in the morning during the weekdays pretty early, so I hope you can join for one of them. Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet and author of the upcoming paperback book, Keto for Women, where I'm showing you how to take charge of the imbalances that are ruling your life so you can discover your happy weight in three easy steps. Or you may know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today and thanks so much for listening.
Today is an episode where I'm going to answer your questions, starting with Blythe's question. Hello, I have been researching keto for quite a while, and I've battled with my weight my whole life. I'm 52 years old, and you have the most clearly understandable and reliable information out there. Thank you so much for what you do. You're welcome, Blythe. Thanks. I am not a vegetable eater. I am working on it. While I am in transition, is there a good alternative to getting my leafy greens in an MCT-type powder mix? I would appreciate any information you can give. In the last four months, I have finally lost and kept off 20 pounds. Yours truly, Blythe. Okay, there isn't a product that I know of that combines the two, but that's not to say you can't make your own. And before you stop listening... Hear me out. So there are two products that you can combine to make your own powder. It would take like five seconds for you to do and it would last a really long time. Okay, so the first product you mentioned a greens powder. My favorite greens powder is from Paleo Valley. If you go to paleovalley.com, you'll see on the shop page there, you can choose their super greens. And if you use the coupon code KETO20, you get 20% off your order. So grab a couple bags of that. There's no cereal grasses. It's actually the only greens powder that I know of that doesn't use cereal grasses. So that's really great if you're sensitive to gluten or grains. So there's no wheat grass, no barley grass, none of that crazy stuff. So you have that. Then go to perfectketo.com slash KDP or just go to perfectketo.com. Find their MCT oil powder. Now you want the stuff that's unflavored. You just want the unflavored, unsweetened version, MCT oil powder. You can use the coupon code HEALTHFUL, all in caps, for 15% off. Now I know I'm recommending a lot of products here, guys, but these are discounts. And if you like these products, why wouldn't I share them? So if you use the coupon code HEALTHFUL, all in caps, no spaces, you get 15% off. So then you have both of these packages. Get like a Rubbermaid container. I really like the, um, what's the brand? I think it's Rubbermaid Brilliance containers. We have them in our pantry and I love these containers. I just buy them off Amazon. I'll include a link in the show notes at ketodietpodcast.com. So add half MCT oil powder, half greens powder. Now you may want to play around with the ratios depending on what you need. If you find like you're not eating a lot of vegetables, I would do more greens powder than MCT, maybe two to one sort of thing, or maybe it's a one to one if you just want to use this as more of a supplement. Shake it up and use it. Now to use it, because there's MCT oil powder and greens powder, their greens powder is like really good flavored. So I would just add it to water and shake it up and maybe have that a couple of times a day. It actually sounds really good. And when I was preparing for today's show, I was like writing this down. I'm like, this actually sounds really good. I should very much do this. And I have both of these products. So thanks for the idea, Blythe. I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm probably going to go at a two to one ratio for every two parts greens powder. I'll do one part MCT oil powder. Now make sure I'm going to repeat this again because it's very important. You get the unflavored, unsweetened MCT oil powder. I do use the Perfect Keto MCT oil powder flavored stuff, but I only use a sprinkle in things because I find them to be way too sweet and way too powerful and just too much for my body to handle. I understand that Perfect Keto is making products for people that are really addicted to sugar, trying to get over to keto, and they love the sweet taste. But for all of us who have been doing keto for more than three weeks, we just get, oh, it's just so sweet. It's so way too sweet. So make sure that you get the unflavored, unsweetened version for this project because the super greens already have flavor and you don't need excess flavor. And then if you already have some MCT oil powder at home that is flavored, 
what I like to do is mix about a five to one combination of unflavored MCT oil powder to flavored MCT oil powder, sometimes even more like 10 to one. So I'll mix it all up in a container. I really like the caramel flavor, but then it just gives it a hint of caramel and it's just like lightly sweet, just a touch of sweetness and it's so much better. So I hope that um, at home project <laughs> will work out for you, Blythe. And thanks so much for listening to the show. Back to today's episode in a sec. The most powerful thing I've done for myself when it comes to my keto food choices is keeping high fat snacks in my purse when my schedule gets in the way of me eating a balanced meal. Yes, we keto ladies can fast through just about any event super easily. I don't know about you though, but when I crave fat, I feel flat. Like my brain isn't working right and my muscles need a little pep. In those moments, I have a packet of keto mana. I love, 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 love. Did I say love synchro keto mana they're single serve packets of keto chocolate fudge with 12 grams of mcts with less than three grams net carbs per packet are amazing and all the ingredients are organic and plant-based i keep a couple in my purse always have a few in my fridge and have enjoyed them for breakfast before an epic day of sailing between photo shoots as a meal during book writing you name it listeners of the podcast get 10 percent off when you use the code healthful pursuit at healthfulpursuit.com slash mana that's m-a-n-n-a that's healthful pursuit all in caps for 10 percent off your order of keto mana at healthfulpursuit.com slash mana. Unsure of the links? Simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. Next question is from Fairlight. I started the ketogenic diet over three weeks ago and I have noticed that I have gained weight 10 pounds instead of losing weight. I had a gastric sleeve three years ago, PCOS, no periods for over three plus years. No gallbladder, low vitamin D, anxiety, IBS, hypothyroidism, and I'm following the classic keto path. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Any ideas? I'm getting very discouraged. I know that this plan will help me heal my body, but but why am I gaining? Please point me in the right direction. Thank you. Okay, a couple of things as I was reading your message before I get into the whole weight thing is if you don't have a gallbladder and you have low vitamin D, I would definitely recommend chatting with your doctor about supplements so you can make sure that you are breaking down your fat properly. If you don't have a gallbladder, you can still make bile, but you can't store bile. And any of your fat-soluble vitamins, including vitamin A, D, E, and K, will not be absorbed properly if you don't have enough bile. And the fact that you're gaining weight and you have PCOS, and you're dealing with low vitamin D, and you have anxiety, and IBS also, definitely points to the fact that because you don't have a gallbladder, you may need to supplement with something like an ox bile. I'll include a link in the show notes today at ketodietpodcast.com for this episode 148, so you can take a look at the one that I recommend and then decide what's best for you, but that could be a huge piece to all of it, and especially vitamin D with hypothyroidism if you find like you're still low and you're not supplementing, you may want to also supplement with a vitamin D. I'll also include uh, my personal favorite that I've used to boost up my vitamin D. And now that my body is healed, I don't need to supplement with vitamin D. I also live in the tropics, so I get enough sun and I'm fine. But sometimes you just need that push. Okay, the next piece to this, uh, let's delve a little bit deeper into the weight piece 
because there's multiple layers here. My first question to you is how are you feeling? Because you went keto three weeks ago and you say that you've gained weight, but how are you feeling overall? Now, I'm guessing because you have PCOS and you're not getting periods that you may have gained weight throughout your experience with PCOS. And because you had a gastric sleeve, I don't know where your weight is at right now. But I want to ask you just how are you feeling with keto? Are your moods better? Is your digestion better? Do you feel like your thyroid is a little bit more supported? And I would guess because you have a lot of little things going on, you might be getting labs done. It might be worthwhile testing your HbA1c three months after starting keto, especially testing for your insulin and triglycerides. Now, your insulin should be lowering, your triglycerides should be lowering, your HbA1c after three months of eating keto should be lowered. So those are all signs that what you're doing is working. Then it becomes, how do we support your body to lose weight? And that really comes from supporting your body to heal it so that you can lose weight and lose weight effectively. Now, sounds like you weren't having an issue with weight until you started eating keto. So another thing I would try is switching to monounsaturated fats over saturated fats. So opting for less dairy, less butter, less coconut oil, and try out with more olives and avocados, olive oil, avocado oil, and just see if that makes a difference. Now you should notice a change in about two to three weeks after changing this up. Next piece is I don't know enough about the gastric sleeve to talk about whether or not you have had issues with it or if this could be contributing. I just don't know enough to comment on that or how to adjust your ketogenic diet to support that fact. We already chatted about the gallbladder and vitamin D could also be contributing to the issue. Now, in addition to supplementing with vitamin D, you can also get a little bit of sunshine about 10 minutes per day without sunblock. And you don't want to overdo this. And if you have concerns about this approach, ask your doctor. This is the approach that I use. That my doctor is comfortable with me using, but that's based on me and my body. So definitely chat with your doctor about this approach. See if you can supplement with vitamin D and take it from there. I know I didn't really answer question on weight loss, but I think the most important thing to take away from this is that the fats that you're choosing might be causing the weight gain. And also until you support your body effectively by getting on a good ox bile supplement, perhaps supplementing with vitamin D, getting rid of that anxiety because now you're breaking down your fat, you should see that go down. You should start to see everything kind of subside and, and go the way that you want it to. I hope you're totally digging this episode. I love putting these together every week and I hope you're getting something out of it. I love seeing where you're listening from. So next time you're listening or even right now, take a picture of yourself watching the show or a screenshot of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram at healthful pursuit. And if social isn't your thing, that's totally fine. Just jump on your favorite podcast player and leave a review for the show. Okay, back to the good stuff. Next question is from Delia. In November of 2017, I had a thyroidectomy. In January of 2019, I was diagnosed with anemia. I started keto in July 2018. I lost about 10 pounds and I was okay with that. I had more energy and my levothyroxine dose was decreased and my iron levels were increasing. In December, I lost control of my eating and I kept cheating. And after three weeks, my weight was back. Since then, I have not been able to lose any weight. I'm so tired and I actually can sleep from seven at night to five in the morning and still feel tired. Delia, you need to go to your doctor and you need to test your thyroid. 
You need to ask for TSH, free T3, free T4. It sounds like you need to change your dose and you should go do that because your thyroid is a very, very important aspect of your entire body. And when we gain or lose weight, our dosage for our thyroid medication needs to be changed. So you noticed as you started losing weight, you lowered your dose, but now that you've gained weight, you need to adjust your dose. And when you were eating keto, your thyroid adjusted for that diet. But when you weren't, it adjusted for your diet, but your dose didn't. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend you make an appointment with your doctor, chat with them, get tested, and change your dosage. Now, if your doctor's like, yeah, yeah, let's just increase it to where it used to be, that might be a good starting point, but I would highly recommend asking for blood work because a lot can change. And as soon as you uh, suspect that your thyroid could be imbalanced, it's very, very important to test because the thyroid is a little bit finicky and it likes to change on us. And so it's very important that we test because when we change our dosages, we're kind of just guessing. And so if we change our dose and we start to feel better, we should still test until we maintain a level state for about six months-ish, and then we can start testing further apart. So for example, when my thyroid becomes imbalanced and I'm not feeling too great, I'll go get my thyroid tested, I'll get the results back, we'll change my medication, I'll get my thyroid tested once every 30 days, even though I'm feeling great, until it's really leveled off for about six months, and then I'm like, okay, it's good. Let's go a couple of months without testing, maybe two months, maybe three months, let's test. Okay, it's still good. Maybe let's go three months, maybe four months, let's test. And I think that's just a really, really, really good practice to get into. And if you finally come to a place where your dosage is good, you're feeling good, testing at least once a year is the best practice just to make sure that everything's okay. It's super important that, and I'm speaking most to everyone when it comes to the thyroid because uh, Delia you had a thyroidectomy but it's very important that we check on our thyroid hormones that we check on our body we check our adrenal function and we just make sure that everything is balanced so chat with your doctor ask them what tests you should take and then go from there but be an advocate for your own health and really ask for those tests and make sure that you are on a plan that makes sense to you and you guys are working together to better your health. Now, some foods that can support your thyroid while you're on your ketogenic diet are going to be things like spices like rosemary, sage, thyme, ginger, garlic, black pepper, cinnamon, turmeric, and then you have protein sources like beef, crab, eggs, lobster, organ meats, oyster, salmon, sardines, and then you have vegetables like bell peppers, collards, daikon, fennel, fermented vegetables, Jerusalem artichoke, mushrooms, sea vegetables, including those awesome kelp noodles. And no, I didn't just list this off the top of my head. I'm literally reading from my paperback book, Keto for Women. You guys can find out more by going to ketoforwomen.com. I wish I was that good. I wish I knew all those things off the top of my head, but I do not. Back to today's episode in a sec. Today's show is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Years ago, I was addicted to caffeine and it wasn't pretty. Multiple pots of coffee is what got me through the day. And if I didn't have enough, I'd suffer through headaches. If you want to get off the caffeine roller coaster like I did, try Four Sigmatic coffee. It has half the caffeine of the other stuff, but tastes like the real deal. What's the secret? Think of it like a 50-50 mix of coffee and unicorn dust brought to you by the power of mushrooms. Mushrooms have been used in traditional Chinese medicine 
medicine for centuries to treat fatigue, sickness, kidney disease, and low sex drive. Their coffee is a blend of organic Arabica coffee and mushrooms focused on increasing brain power, lowering stress, energy boosting, and more. You can use the coupon code KETO for 15% off all things at forestigmatic.com slash keto. Unsure of the link? Check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. Okay, final question is from Taylor. Good morning. I'm transitioning from vegan to keto. I enjoy your episode about transitioning, but I'm wondering if you could talk more about how you changed your mindset on eating meat and how you reintroduced it. I'm having an issue eating it texturally and I don't feel well after. I would like to know more about this. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome, Taylor. I feel like my body really needed meat because when I ate meat, there really wasn't a, like, I really struggled with the texture and like touching meat for a while. I still do sometimes. It just throws me off and I'm like, I should be vegan again. I can't even handle this. And we went fishing probably like, I don't know, two months ago, my first fishing experience. And I absolutely hated it. It was horrible because we had to do a catch and release and we caught a fish um, that you can't eat. And it was traumatic and he was freaking out and I was freaking out. I didn't know how to get the hook out. It was just like, it was horrible. I was crying. I was shaking. It was very traumatic. So I get it. Even, I guess it's been eight or 10 years since I stopped being vegan. I still have a hard time with some of these things, but I know for my body and what it needs, I do need to eat animal protein. And it's definitely changed over the, over the course of the last few years. As soon as I started getting my period back about I don't know, six months after my period started regulating, I stopped wanting to eat as much meat. And I was eating so much ground beef when I was trying to get my period back and I'd gone off vegan and I was really, really trying. But now I barely eat beef. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had beef. I'm like totally a chicken fish girl. And so textures, mindset, how to reintroduce, I highly recommend First, if you're vegan, start including higher protein items like nuts and seeds and really make sure that your protein is high. You can do this by using protein powders. You can even incorporate things like collagen or bone broth and just start with that just to introduce your body to the excess protein that you probably haven't had in the past. So the first part is protein. I highly recommend broth, collagen, gelatin, those sorts of things. Then when you're ready for actual animal flesh, start with fish, rock it with some salmon, stay there a while. Mahi-mahi is really good. It's like super flaky and perfect and doesn't really taste like anything and the texture is pretty good. And then move to chicken. And then after you've done that for a while, move to beef. The last thing, pork. And the very, very last, like a while is wild game meat because it has a very interesting taste. And if you're not used to that taste, it could throw you off of it. Now, another piece of this conversation is just because you want to be keto doesn't mean that you have to eat meat. One of my amazing colleagues, Dr. Will Cole, wrote a book called Ketotarian. I highly recommend taking a look at that, even if you decide to eat a little bit of meat here and there, and he's totally an advocate for listening to your body and doing what's right for you. It might be a good resource so that you can maintain your plant-basedness. And I definitely try to do that in all my books and resources too, because I am a vegan at heart. I do truly love plants. It's just, I know my body needs meat sometimes. And this has definitely changed. I, you know, I have periods where all I can eat is meat and then periods where I don't even want to bother with the stuff. So I think it's really important to listen to your body. 
and go into it with an open mindset. And especially because you said textures are a problem for you, Taylor, I would pound back the bone broth and the collagen and just reintroduce your body to the fact that you're eating animal protein in a way where the texture just isn't a problem. So I hope that today's episode was a blast. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you guys in a couple of days. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.